According to a new poll, former Vice President Joe Biden is the favorite, uh, the favored uh, presidential candidate among Democratic primary voters. That's right. He's the hands-down favorite. No, Joe, hands down. Put him down, Joe. Yeah, latest poll has uh, Joe solidly in first place, so the uh, the hair sniffing apparently didn't help hurt him on the national stage. We're going to talk to uh, one of our favorite political analysts, Gary Dietrich, about that and other things coming up in a little bit. Yeah, I think it means something that Uncle Joe is still on top of the polls, and I don't think it's only name recognition. So looking forward to our chat with Gary. So I just found this funny. I've come across this uh, study a number of times. The whole idea that kids get a sugar rush, like when they eat something with sugar and then get a bunch of energy all of a sudden, is a myth. And there's yet another study showing that to be true. <laughs> Even though if you're in a, uh, a group of parents with kids, we all know that it's absolutely true. That if they eat some sugar, they all of a sudden go, running around the house with their eyes spinning in their heads. But they said that this stu- the, the researchers say that's not true. It doesn't actually happen. So, okay. All right. All right. And maybe, and maybe it isn't all kids. But boy, mine do. It's all, you can almost see their eyes spin in their heads. Wow! If they get something with too much sugar. <laughs> yeah, our Florida man headline of the day: Florida man threatened to destroy town with army of turtles. That's that's a good idea. The the turtle army. Army of turtles is not a good band name. It's a great band name. It's unnecessary that somebody copyright that as, today. As soon as we get there, you guys are in trouble. Me and my army of turtles were, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> we're on the yeah, way. We're, yeah, I've had enough of this town. Yeah, just just you wait. We'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> You're gonna be thinking it's Game of Thrones up in here when I get here. Eventually, with my AOT. That's what our fans would call us, AOT. My army of turtles. My seven-year-old was demanding toast yesterday. No bacon. I was making bacon, and I'm way too slow at it compared to mom. He said, "You're like the tortoise compared to mom being a hare." Wow. Well, how long it takes to get me my bacon. The well, lad's making literary allusions. Very nice. I regularly say, this is not a restaurant, and I am not a waiter. I have to say that at our house every day. Has <laughs> he gotten to the end of that story? The tortoise wins. True. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can I can say this because my wife is not only out of town, but she's way up in Nowheresville where they have practically no internet coverage. Uh, Perfect. It's funny. We're We're the opposite. I cannot convince my beautiful bride... And we've been together for quite some time now. I tell her, listen, honey, or the problem is she like turns food on the heat on high all the time or like medium high. And 30 seconds later, the spaghetti sauce is boiling. <laughs> and I tell her, honey, you have to negotiate with food. You don't beat it bloody. You don't like jump on it and wrestle it to the ground and humiliate it. You negotiate with it when you're cooking. There's, we're not in a hurry. It's okay, but I can't convince her. To just... They like the way my bacon tastes better. It's a little more limp because I do ease into it with the heat. As exactly. Opposed to the, you're per, negotiating per with up. the bacon. Exactly. You're reasoning with it, not bludgeoning it. A self-proclaimed saint was arrested in a coastal Florida town Sunday after screaming obscenities and threatening to unleash the aforementioned <laughs> phalanx of reptiles. Uh, an AOT. Arrest, an arrest affidavit reportedly said, Turtles, they're reptiles, right? They're not, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I think they're a thinking. lagoon. <laughs> Authorities received no, multiple peanuts. calls about a man who was disturbing the peace at several businesses in India Atlantic, India Atlantic, a town about 75, I'm sorry, 75 miles southeast of Orlando. 61-year-old Thomas Devaney Lane, who was calling himself the saint, said his army of turtles would destroy everyone. Uh, They found him in the parking lot of 7-Eleven. 
his uh, his church, evidently, where he allegedly cursed out customers and called 911, which yeah. saved everybody some time. He told the 911 operator that the responding officer, quote, needed to leave now or you will all be sorry you effed with the saint. And then threatened threatened to unleash the AOT. Uh, I think the gent may have some uh, mental health issues. Yeah, I don't want to take the fun out of the story, but I'm going to. There are so many crazy people on the streets of our countries, of our cities, of our counties, of our wherever. Um, there's just so many mentally ill people around. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing. I see, you know, a couple per day just full on, you know, and you don't know if that's just you're so effed up on something that you're acting that way. Sure, or you can be I don't crazy know what high. Is, but, yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing. It's surprising to me that given the the, the size of the problem that we don't have a reasonably standard test for, is this person coherent or not? Three simple questions. You know, what's your name? Where do you live? Do you believe you can command an army of turtles? Um, something. To see whether somebody's tethered to reality. If they're not, you, you can take them in. But then, I suppose, after you take them in and try to get them treatment, what do you do two weeks later is the problem. It just... it. it it's disappointing to me that we haven't come up with a better system than we have now, which is that, uh, as usual, in this case, the cops get the call and a bunch of peace officers who who 98 percent of whom have cursory training uh, dealing with the mentally ill at best have to show up and try to minister to this guy, keep him safe, themselves safe, the people safe and figure out what the heck to do with them. There's a lot of quirky people, though. If a guy thinks he could have an army of turtles, is that a guy you, you basically arrest if you're going to put him in a mental hospital? Well, if you're going to command an army of beasts, why the hell would it be turtles? I mean, let's start with their slow foot speed and, and go on to their utter lack of menace. I mean, if they're all giant snapping turtles or something, I could see it. But like a, a box turtle? What's that going to do to me? Yeah, they could have the organization. It's going to bore me to death. They could have the organi- organizational logistical skill of the Army of Northern Virginia. But right. if I just step over here, I'm out of the way. Right, exactly. <laughs> so again, utterly unworkable. Political analyst Gary Dietrich next on what's going on with everything politics on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you playing Journey's Love and Touch and Squeezing because we're going to talk about Joe Biden, Michael? I might be. Hilarious. <laughs> so I've been looking forward to this. I don't doubt it, but I just want to clear the air because there might be too many thinking. Gary Dietrich is here, political analyst. We've been talking to you for how long? 20 years? A long you know, time. It's so funny you mentioned that, Jack. I was wondering yesterday, I'm going, 10? Oh, no, way more than 10. Yeah. It's whenever you guys kind of started in talk radio, sort of, it I guess. It might be 20 years then. Yeah. Well, okay, so, 20 years. You, you went to Harvard? 
Would you stop Did you saying go that? on a cruise scholarship? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> this is I the knew first this time was going to happen. Who wrote, who I knew that was going to happen. I want you to know. I, I want you to know. The, the day that broke, I literally walked off the TV set that I frequently appear on. I told the lead anchors, listen. My folks don't even have a half a million dollars they could have put in. My dad, God bless him, worked at a VA psychiatric hospital in charge of occupational therapy. I was lucky to walk in there with a Snickers bar, man. There, I, there you was go. no way. You're so legit. There you go. There I you snuck go. in the back door somehow. I have no idea. As I simply tell people, that's the most expensive sweatshirt I ever got. That's all I can tell you, man. <laughs> I'd right. like, like to say at Harvard, you pay us to go here. We don't pay you. So anyway, that was the deal. All mm-hmm. right. Fair enough. We believe you. Gary Dittrich, Thank you. the uh, the founder of Citizen Voice, citizenvoice.org. Still the website, right? Well, I, I guess here, this is sort of a little mini announcement I was going to say for later. But stay tuned, folks. We are rebranding. Okay. For the first time in uh, 20 years, it's going to be I, just a little letter I, three, inspire, inform, involve. Okay. And and your idea is getting people informed and involved in politics That's on a exactly non- right. nonpartisan way. Yeah, and, and doing projects on behalf of the vulnerable, you know. So, uh, Quick was, question, who's going to be the nominee for the Democrats? Oh, stop it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, now with uh, Eric Swalwell <laughs> in the mix. Swalwell, man. Uh, All right, uh, listen, the New York just... Times started that by saying, and, and then there were 18. Mm. All right, let's, let's get into it like this. I've been saying Joe Biden doesn't have a chance for a long time. Don't worry about what I say. Nobody else does. Um, <laughs> aside from name recognition, right. why do you think Uncle Joe has the support he seems to have right now? Well, you know, I, I think, and I've been wondering, guys, how this is going to play out. Let's not forget who he was VP for, who right now still is, I would say, the marquee name in the sure. party. Is he not? Sure. Barack Obama. You know, without saying it, Joe, I, I wonder, you know, like when or if Obama is going to send signals. Joe was my guy for eight years. How can I campaign against him? And frankly, tacitly, how can I not endorse him? Right. right? How could you not get behind your VP? And so I just wonder how much of that is out there. And the other thing is, may, many people may not know, Joe Biden has been something of a rock star amongst union folks and, and continues to be, as we saw the way he dealt with this issue, Joe you know, at that union convention right afterwards. So there is a lot of, let's just say, goodwill built up there, not to mention the name ID. Do you think part of it is that he he's just kind of a calm, regular guy, and in this uh, frantic era of Trump, folks find that idea appealing? Well, let's remember what the polls have said consistently. When Democratic Party, of all, of all stripes, people are asked, what's the most important thing to you about your candidate in 2020? You guys know what it is, right? Oh, yeah. It's the ability to beat Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people say, you know, all these other folks, you know, there's appealing aspects. This guy's been there, done that, right? Run in two national campaigns, has been vetted more than, I mean, he may, he may not like some of the vetting that's mm-hmm. come out, but he has been vetted. And he's won two national elections, you know, alongside Obama. So mm-hmm. I just wonder if that isn't, Joe, the, the main thing. Who do you think is going to be the nominee? I really, you know, Jack, at this point in time... Well, hey, we're only... What's the... We got a thing we put up on the screen every single day. We're, we're only 573, 573 right? days well, to the election. Well, that's exactly right. And you and I had this conversation <laughs> many times at the stage, right? Remember when you famously thought that Rudy, Rudy Gianni was for sure going to be the nominee? Then Jeb Bush and I think Fred Thompson at one point. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I think right now, I mean, look at how the polls have moved. Kamala Harris moved up to 15 points. She's dropped back down to single, single digits. It's just, all about Mayor Pete, man. Yeah, just in the last few weeks. So you're going to see, and we haven't even hit the debates, which are going to start in June, right? Unlike last time when I was banging on the DNC, when is we have debates? Oh, well, we're thinking about it. That was in fall. Right. So, so this is good because they were, well, we already know what happened there. Sure. Uh, so, so now 
uh, guys, it, you know how it goes. Debate performances can make things swing wildly. So right now, we don't even have all the names in the hat. That's what I was about to say. What big candidates aren't even in yet? Oh, I don't know. How Some about, guy by the name of Biden is not officially in yet. Well, he's in. But how about the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who claims he's not going to run for president, just did a foreign trip, which is the sort of thing you do. He's down there right now. Come on, he's not in El Salvador, is he? Oh, I guess he is. Uh, and, and, <laughs> right. and somebody... By the name of, with the initials DT, just said there's three countries that we're going to cut off aid to. Oh, that's right. One of them is El Salvador. So there's an awful lot of speculation, Jack, about this. People are saying, you've only been governor three months, Mr. Newsom. What is the deal here? Most people think he's running for 2024. I mean, that's the consensus view. But God, you could understand his thinking, though, a wide open field with the guy at the top who's almost 80 currently mm-hmm. a wide open field and a really unpopular president among certain crowds i mean president uh, uh, uh trump did have his highest approval rating in rasmussen yesterday at 53 percent he's higher in rasmussen right now than uh than obama was at this point well here's but, an interesting little factoid you look at a recent poll in california gavin newsom polled almost exactly the same approval ratings in his state that Trump did nationally. That's interesting. But back to Gavin, I think you're right. He's positioning positioning himself for 2024 with an option for 2020 if no clear leader emerges and a draft Gavin movement arises. And he'll say, listen, I'm the savior, people of California. How can I say no to saving this great land? Yeah, the challenge I think comes- California would cheer Nat Gavin Newsom jumping into the presidential race. Uh, if and taking if on they Trump. thought he could beat Trump. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Uh, and so I think you're exactly right, Joe. It would take a draft movement at this point. But apart from that, the bench is going to be cleared after this one. Who's not going to get in in 2020? At that point, you know, the day after the election next year, Gavin says, well, you know, I, I might have been a better option, but I'm certainly going to be next time around. Because right. remember... And let that talk grow for four there years. There you go. And yeah. start the campaign process rolling then. What's the hot issue for the next 573 days? Healthcare? <sighs> Immigration? Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. But, of course, it's always going to boil down to and, and And right now, the tea leaf readers are saying, hey, you know, we'll slow down the economy, job numbers, uh, you know, what's the evaluation of stocks going to be? Jack, we know what it's going to be. And, and I think Trump is going to be measured on one singular thing. All the other issues, the board and stuff like that. Is the, are you better off in 2020? Then you were four years ago. And right. what do you think about the prospects of that in the next four if a Democrat that's, gets elected? That's a tough one because, I mean, you know, there's just a cycle to these things right, that you can't control. That's and, exactly and, right. And we're due for a downturn. Oh, the cycle is absolutely groaning for just a small cool-off period. But if you I mean, get that, hey, George Bush Sr. famously kept trying to tell people, look, the numbers are going up, the numbers are going up. When the economic downturn that really was a big part of him not being reelected. Uh, you know, you're exactly right, Jack. Uh, we know this factually, that the ec- economic swings oftentimes have nothing to do with the presidential sure. decision. But you get swept in that current, and it's impossible, whether it's rising or falling, it's almost impossible to swim against it. Wow. Right. Well, it's a factor. It's always a factor. And if you have two factors against it that are super positive, maybe you overcome it. But it is absolutely a current you have to deal it, with. It's the biggest one always. And, you know, hey, Clinton's worm was famously titled. You know, it's the economy, stupid. Right. So, Gary, uh, totally different topic. We're talking to Gary Dietrich, nonpartisan political analyst. Um, You saw a movie recently that made a big impression on you. Tell us about it. Well, it did. It was last night, guys, and it it was the new Best of Enemies movie, a true story about racial integration and reconciliation uh, in Durham, North Carolina, 1971. I got to tell you, I walked out of that thing. It really struck me. 
about, boy, this is really where our nation is right now. Racial and income inequality, huge issues, right? Mm -hmm. Democrats are talking about these a lot. I'm walking down the hallway. I get out to the counter, just the the snack counter, just get a cup of water. Here's a single African-American guy in his late 20s standing there. Asks that proverbial question, how much is a hot dog? Person behind the counter says, 425. That awkward moment happens. Oh, oh, okay, thanks. Turns around, walks down the hallway. I had one of these totally providential moments, guys, that I get. It's like, okay, you got to follow this dude. I'm like, really? I'm walking down the hall. I said, bro, doesn't turn around first. Bro, turns out, yeah, you talking to me? Yeah. I said, yeah, I am. Guys, pulled out a $5 bill, stuck in his hand, said, go get a hot dog, man. And there was something about that moment that for me was like, the guy couldn't believe it. He's like, really? He walks back up to the counter, and as I'm walking out, the, I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to see a great movie. He goes, Shazam? I said, <laughs> I, I said, no, that, I said, no, man, that's probably fun. I said, you really want to see this movie. It's called, uh, uh, yeah, The Best of Enemies. Check it out, and then you'll know why. Yeah. God, God told me to give you the $5. Well, and guys, there was something about that moment that for me was like, guys, the next year and a half is going to be so ugly. That one to me, it was like, that's where we got to think about some different Interesting. Things. Well, we're down to 30 seconds, yeah. but I will make the point that anybody who's a true free market person, a, a classical liberal, understands that what we have right now is not free markets. We have crony capitalism of the worst sort, um, which we were talking about a little bit earlier. You do think the election's going to be ugly? That's what everybody's predicting. Oh, gosh, guys. I've been in politics 30 years, and I... I think this one is going to be the worst yet. Ooh, I mean, we the already worst have, yet. Oh. We already have so many indications of that, don't we? I oh, mean, my God. We really God. do. And I'm sad to say that. I really am. I so hope I'm there's not inc- violence. Yeah, oh, there you go. No, really. I, I, I think we are in one of those pivotal times, guys, when we all have to sort of take a look. Thanks, Gary Dietrich. I3, Inspire, Inform, Involve. We'll have more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Marshall's News next. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm going to leave out who said this, but a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show said Gary Dietrich's voice is four full octaves higher than Elizabeth Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Bottom line, Jack, Joe, is that Joe Biden is the front runner. Well, that's a good point. And (laughs) one single drop of policy is enough to get Joe Biden elected. We get a text almost every day of somebody who caught the Elizabeth Holmes documentary on HBO, and they all say the same thing. What's the deal with their voice? <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's no deal. This is this is just how I talk. If that was part of her scam, that makes it way more interesting. Yeah, yeah. The doe-eyed, little girlish femme fatale with a truck driver's voice and breakthrough <laughs> technology, charming oldsters and out of their money. Shake that'll rip your arm off. <laughs> and and still not clear if she actually believed they were having problems, but they would have their breakthrough. Just, it's hard to say. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you guys are Silicon Valley material. Exactly. <laughs> I guarantee you I'm not. We can't do people. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, today is the deadline the House Ways and Means Committee set for the IRS to provide President Trump's tax returns. Uh, committee aide is saying, well, if the IRS doesn't comply, we will not be moving to subpoena the IRS. The next step would be a second letter. President Trump telling reporters once again today, I would love to give them... But I'm not going to do it while I'm under audit. It's very simple. Remember, I got elected last time, the same exact issue, with the same intensity, which wasn't very much. 
because, frankly, the people don't care. I would like it better if he would just make the argument, no, I'm not going to because I don't want to, than the claiming the audit stuff. Right. That's kind of a silly. Well, it's not kind of a silly excuse. It's a silly excuse. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him saying, look, my tax returns are incredibly complicated. And there are all sorts of things in there that look bad, but I'm just following the law. I don't particularly want to give my opponents a club to hammer me with. And reiterating what he just said there, look, we had a a referendum on on that, right? more or less. And enough people weren't bothered by it that I'm present. Um, I believe the polls show a majority of people want him to show his taxes, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, uh, given my druthers, sure, but it's not enough to motivate them to vote differently, apparently. Meanwhile, Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders says he will release his tax returns by Monday. I am a millionaire. I heard him say that yesterday. The Vermont senator telling CBS and the New York Times, yes, he is a millionaire. How did he get the money? I wrote two books in recent years. One of them was a... Bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list, translated to five or six languages. It did very well. I made money on that book. Second book, didn't make quite so much money. So that's the kind of the, uh, where the money came from above and beyond our congressional salary. Some years ago, my wife was president of a college. She made money. That's about it. My second book, a coming-of-age story about a boy and his dog, wasn't quite as popular. Honeymooning in the Soviet Union for young lovers did not sell. <laughs> Oh, boy, I tell you, getting pounded in the Midwest. Nearly two out of three Americans are in the path of a storm forecast to hammer the uh, central and eastern U.S. with heavy snow, drenching rain and flooding. The storm could dump as much as two feet of snow on parts of the plains and the upper Midwest starting today. Meanwhile, a day's drive away in uh, Corruptifornia, it's in the 70s. Yeah. It's a big country, Marshall. Indeed. (laughs) Is that your point? Beautiful country. Today, Consumer Reports of the American Academy of Pediatrics are urging for an immediate recall of the Fisher-Price rock-and-play sleeper. The Consumer Magazine posted a story about its investigation into the popular baby toy on Monday, three days after the Consumer Product Safety Commission and Fisher-Price issued a warning advising people to stop using the product by three months of age. If their kids are three months of age or as soon as the infant exhibits rollover capabilities... Consumer Reports said their investigation found that uh, something like 32 babies have died, have died when playing with this uh, toy. And what is it exactly? In what period of time? I only ask because I've heard these stories in the past, and they'll have a number like that. It's shocking, and then it's over like 10, 15, 20 years, and this is a very big country, as Joe was just pointing out. And all kinds of people die from all kinds of stuff. It's tragic and horrible, and I can't even imagine how awful it would be. It looks like 10 deaths or 32 deaths, depending on Consumer Reports, since 2015. Okay. 2015. Sounds like an unsafe product. So is that one of those... It's like a rocking thing for right. a, for a, a brand new infant to right. be in, but once they can roll over, they can tip it and right, okay. yeah. right. And so anyway, that uh, they're really pushing hard to get that uh, recalled. Meanwhile, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, the president of basketball operations, Magic Johnson, stepping down from his position. He was talking to the media before the Lakers' final game of the season. Johnson saying, "You know, it's time for me to go." I got a great life. I was like, damn, I got a great life outside of this. What the, what, what am I doing? You know, I got a beautiful life. So I'm going to go back to that beautiful life. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. 
That's and hilarious. In short, making a living is a pain in the hiney. It was really getting in the way of me enjoying myself. Right? Well, making a living that. making a living that way. Yeah. It's just I don't understand why more people don't feel that way. That that are already set for life. Right. Right. No, I get that. I think Positive Sean explained it very well. He was like an ambassador at large, a, a mentor to young right. players and the rest of it. And then all of a sudden, he's bound by all the rules and regs and, and the rest of it. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I don't need this. Right. I'm going to go have fun with the rest of my life. Yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I do fully respect the holding a press conference to announce your quitting before telling any of your bosses, though. Yeah. That yes. is a power oh, move. That is, that is I a, love that. That yeah. is a, I really don't answer to anybody. Right. I just don't. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, by the way, if you want to leave the radio show and tune in the Today Show, they've got the entire Brady Bunch cast on today. Wow. So, wow. Maybe. W-T-H. Or instead, you could go on Tinder and try to find a, a, a brain cell to rub against the one you have. Huh? Hey, the, the Brady Bunch cast is on it. Wow. Boy, that's, oh. uh, that's some low scraping. <laughs> low scraping is what that and, is. And what are they doing it for? Uh, I don't know. Reunion movie? Who knows what? Um... San Francisco's homeless problem getting national attention and is kind of a uh, an example for other cities in America. Maybe we talk about that at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some really great information on that. It's notable that whether it's Seattle or San Francisco or some other places, uh, these major metro areas are starting to be honest, at least with themselves, about what they have wrought. The war on Chick-fil-A heats up. Oh, stop it. Really? First picture ever of a black hole. Oh, that's right. The event horizon. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Four hundred off the one-day record, James. Okay, I'll try. Uh, and how much did you raise? Thirty-eight thousand three fourteen. A new one-day record. One hundred ten thousand nine hundred fourteen. Is it too soon to start thinking about Ken Jennings comparisons? Wow, a new one-day record on Jeopardy. Son of a bitch. Hey, 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 hey! It doesn't hey. come out of your paycheck, Alec. Calm down. And didn't he announce? Trebek announced he had pancreatic cancer a couple weeks ago, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yes, he did. And he's still doing the show, or are these old shows? No, still doing it. Wow. Yeah. Wants to do that right up to his last moment. Yeah. Okay. You know, God bless him. Go out the way you want to go out. Sure, Just... I wish him well. Hmm. He, well, he says he's going to beat it. Um, They released a picture, the first ever picture of a black hole yesterday. I don't know what a black hole is Kind of know, but not really. I couldn't describe it in any meaningful way. It's a heavenly body, Jack, with uh, <laughs> super mass and astounding uh, powers of gravity. I know light can't even get it yeah. out of it. I think it's it. today. Has the picture been, or was it yesterday? This is the picture right here. Oh, that, you got that's it. That's your so black hole. That's your event horizon. Which is uh, another thing that I don't really understand. <laughs> that's you know different. What? 
I can explain it to you. Okay. It's the point at which, if you cross it, you're getting sucked into the black hole no matter what you do. Well, don't cross so, that point. Well, right. Uh, but why do they call it the event horizon? Why isn't not- it the point of no return? Yar! Exactly. <laughs> point of no return or or do not cross line or the whoa point or the uh, something like whoa. that. Whoa! <laughs> right. Oh, the, I made a wrong turn here. Call it the edge of the world. So that's the picture of the black hole? That could be anything. That could be anything. Uh, well, it could be this, anything with a black hole. I think the scientists are jerking Look, us around. Look, in the middle of it. What do you see there? It's black and it's, it's round. It's a hole. Okay, I'm going to craft some pictures then. <laughs> 500 trillion kilometers. Kilometers. Hold on. i got to figure out what that is. Yeah, 0.6 <laughs> times. Yeah. So, Please um, look at that. I mean, you, you, you go into that yeller zone there, and you just get sucked right in. I'm pro-science. I don't care but how you, you can put it full reverse. Warp speed, Sulu. Oh, no. That's, so that's like the place. Hotel California. You can check in, but you right. can't check right. out. Right. And then you get squirted out the other side, and you're in the past or the future or Denmark or something. <laughs> Steely knives. Nobody's sure. Denmark. Right. The war on Chick-fil-A continues. Oh, for goodness sakes. The fast food chain Chick-fil-A. Home of the original chicken sandwich, really darn good. It's that one pickle that makes a difference. Was banned from its second airport in two weeks because it contributes to Christian groups deemed anti-gay by some critics. Yeah, that. Well, so because Chick Fil A uses some of their corporate money to donate to some churches that other people have decided are anti-gay and are maybe at various levels, that you can't have that sandwich shop in your airport. Except that the municipalities who have done that are going to get screwed. They're going to get sued successfully. I would hope. Yeah. Do the airport ones stay open on Sunday? That's a good question. That's a good. That's a very good question. Yeah. Um. So we'll follow that story for you. And I mentioned earlier the Rasmussen poll, which tends to lean right as far as polls go, and I don't know how or why, but it just does. Um. Had the uh, president's approval rating at the highest since his inauguration week. Everybody comes out of inauguration week pretty good. Mm -hmm. But since then, he had been uh, in the 40s and then the 30s and then back in the 40s. And they have him at 53% yesterday. 53% for Trump. Uh, Obama was at 52 at this point. Or high 40s at this point in his presidency. It doesn't really matter mean that much because you know there are ebbs and flows to presidencies uh, sure this story comes out this economic news comes out whatever it's worth noting but he's absolutely as i keep saying beyond a doubt in gets reelected territory it's not out of the question at all mm-hmm. in fact if he was uh if he was any other president you'd say that's the most likely case at 53 percent um just i know that a lot of the country thinks it's unthinkable that could possibly happen you not only could possibly happen. It's it's. There's a damn good chance it will happen. I would say, with the caveat that if the economy goes poo-poo, um, things have changed. Sure. But everybody knows that. Yeah, by every conventional measure, the odds-on uh, most likely outcome is re-election. And, and like you say, there, there are huge chunks of the country where they, they think there's absolutely no chance. you got that narrative in the MSM right now that he's lost his mind. You can tell by his rambling, incoherent speeches. Um, and they are often rambling and semi-coherent, but I uh, know I don't think he's lost his mind. They, who did they ask the other day who was just in a cabinet meeting with him and just said, no, he's perfectly focused and engaged in the rest of it. But whatever floats your boat. Although, you know, it's funny, that Chick-fil-A thing, after all these years, that's happening again, astounds me. And, you know, it reminds me of this email from Kristen about a, a comic that's become very, very popular of late. 
Um, it, it points out the silliness of a lot of things humans do. It's called um, Strange Planet. It has a Twitter account and Instagram and the rest of it. Well, word got out that this guy is a Christian and that he is uncomfortable with abortion. He is, to some extent, pro-life, like the vast majority of Americans. And now he's become a target of what's being called cancel culture, a team that I hadn't really heard, that online you find out somebody has beliefs you don't like, whether it's Chick-fil-A or this cartoonist who is very, very funny. I, I was turned on to his stuff by this email. Um, and, and you flood him and his publishers and his sponsors, if he has any or whatever, with, with hatred and vitriol and, and your conviction that he's a hater and the rest of it and evil and try to ruin his online pre- You report him to Twitter. You report him to Facebook. Uh, so he's taken down, at least temporarily, cancel culture. And this guy was extremely popular until people fig- found out that he has views, you know, fairly mainstream as far as I could tell. And it just reminded me, lately I've been following a bunch of musicians on Twitter, and the most common thing that's tweeted about is not music, it's politics, and not just politics, but like super strongly worded, aggressive, like tears from the eyes, screaming from the bottom from your belly type, super emotional politics. And it's just, it's wearing me out. It's not healthy. Uh, especially because, you know, everybody's operating in their bubbles, a much described phenomenon. And nobody ever says, for instance, you know, Trump 53% Rasmussen is probably mid to upper 40s in more liberal leaning polls. But at, at this point, he's um, probably going to get reelected. And if you look at the attitudes of people who are not Klansmen or lunatics and, and they think, well, the economy's going pretty well, he's kind of an odd dude, but what the hell, we might as well let it roll. They would be shocked and horrified. Because they never expose themselves to any alternate points of view. And I just, this is, this is a diseased society to me. I would like a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now. I would eat three of them right now, given what's, the opportunity. What's the closest one? How far would you have to drive, Hanson? It's not that far away. Oh, no, no it's not it's far at all. It's just less than a mile, I think there's one. God, I want a Chick-fil-A oh, sandwich. What time do they open? Oh, man. I don't know what time they open. Gotta be open soon, right? They have breakfast. Yeah. They have breakfast. They and used to bring us food all a lot, and then oh, they stopped right. for some reason. Did we do something wrong? No, no, they no. They used to I drop just... by food regularly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The chicken biscuits for breakfast. Oh, oh, mama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. mama. You know the. <laughs> I, uh, the, the ah, funny. The idea of wearing your politics on your chest and having that be your number one like personality trait—that's just not normal, unless you're. In politics, but, you know, I'm only one man, Jack. I'm standing, shouting at the storm, begging it not to level my village. I mentioned that the Today Show has the cast from the Brady Bunch on today. Mm, and we got some entertainment. And we got this text on the text line, which is 415-295-KFTC. Someone said, you know, um, having the name would have been... A, it's I've, insane. I've forgotten the name. Got a text on the text line like saying we got a call on the phone. Yeah, I do it on purpose. Very, it's uh, kind of funny. Uh, Greg Brady is going to be... at thorough. Greg Brady is going to be at their Asparagus Festival this weekend. So apparently he's really hot right now. Wow. Because he's on the Today Show and then the Asparagus Festival. Is that what he's promoting on the Today Show? God, I hope not. <laughs> come, come see me with some asparagus. Wow, that just... I remember when nostalgia wasn't stupid. Those were good times. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia used to be way better. (laughs) (laughs) Rest in peace, Ann B. Davis. Exactly. What does it pay to show up at an asparagus festival? That sounds like something that would happen in California. Is that a California thing? Yeah. 
Um, I've attended it. What 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 would that pay? And every festival is the same for the humiliation of it. Every I mean, festival is the same. They have a rock band. They have some fried food. You can drink beer. Every right. festival is the same. They're all exactly the same. The same people go. But why wouldn't you want to get a job like as an assistant manager at a hardware store or something like that? Because that's work. If yeah. you're Greg Brady? Yeah, but what about the humiliation? You're an yeah. actor. Your your job is to be publicly humiliated. <laughs> that's the thing that you signed up for. It can't pay much. It has to be low couple thousand dollars, Figure. right? Figure. Four figures? And they might pay... Maybe they, high I was four thinking, figures. I was thinking five figures. Really? Like low no. Five. no. Really? No. I can't believe that they would spend ten grand to get Greg Brady at the... Because you're going to get roughly the same number of people. It, would, it wouldn't be worth it. It wouldn't be cost-effective. This is Brady Bunch slander. <laughs> <laughs> what do you suppose Adam West got for showing at that uh, van and RV show back before he was cool again? Jeez, I don't know. I, I Again, it had to I be... I mean, just given the feel of the thing. Well, the fact that there was... Five of us there when he came out oh, on boy. stage using my finger quotes. Drunk, stuffed into his now undersized bat suit. But if he got five people to buy tickets for your van and RV show that wouldn't have, that that, that made him worth roughly $40, right? <laughs> so, is, that, wow. is that where my career is going to be well, someday? Well, it's 40 bucks per show. And he did three shows a day for four days. So. It's only much. So not much. <laughs> we, that's the thing. Somebody needs to nail that down. If anybody's listening and knows, there might be somebody listening and knows you run the Asparagus Festival. Right. What did you pay Greg Brady to show up to the Asparagus Festival? Hanson, file a Freedom of Information <laughs> request. <laughs> Hilarious. And a lot of good stuff to come if you're privileged to uh, receive the next hour of the show. Hope you can hang around. Trump at 53%, though. I'm telling you. I think it's because the Mueller report... Armstrong and Getty Show.